This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Wednesday, April 4th, 2018. Make sure you're following the show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. Today we have a very special guest, veteran celebrity makeup artist and image consultant, Christopher Michael. Best known for his recurring role on the hit reality television series, Kimora, Life in the Fab Lane, Christopher Michael is no stranger to creating fabulous head-to-toe looks for the world to see. His exquisite taste and fashion sense has lent themselves to a number of celebrity clients, including Miss Over-the-Top herself, Kimora Lee Simmons, as the credit as she credits Christopher for her look, Sexy Seductress in her acclaimed book, Fabulosity. Christopher has also worked with other A-list celebrities, such as Beyonce, Tyra Banks, Naomi Campbell, Alicia Silverstone, and many more. He served as creative director along with Lyris Cross of the Model Diversity Project, which launched this week on social media to show the fashion and beauty industries what they've been missing and shine a light on models who have long either been tokenized or completely overlooked. Let's welcome Christopher Michael to the show. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. How are you? Hi. I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm good. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I know you're very busy. Thank you so much for giving us a little of your time today. Thank you. Well, tell us how your love for makeup started. Well, while I was in college, I took an elective of theater makeup. It was between drama or the theater makeup, and I decided to take theater makeup. And I fell in love with it so much that I decided to parlay it into doing makeup for everyday women. And I used to charge $25 back then to do women's makeup, go to their homes and do their makeup, and it helped subsidize my for books because that's all I could get was books for college. And... I felt I loved it so much, and I used to flip through the pages of Essence and all the beautiful work, and I felt that mm-hmm. I could do it as well. And I decided to take a chance after I was done with college and move to New York and give it give it well. And I worked retail jobs. I got fired from from the mall because mm-hmm. that's not what I moved to New York for. So I, any opportunity that I got to work with a model or a celebrity, I did. And so mm-hmm. that led to me getting fired, and that's why I am where I am to now. Yep, they focus. Your goals so, what were your do. biggest obstacles getting started mm-hmm. working with celebrities? Because mm-hmm. I know everybody wants to work with celebrities. Well, I was very blessed in the sense that it was word of mouth. Um, I did one, and I did well with her, and the rest, I did end up doing with Kim, like the Hami Licks video, and like some of her videos, many of her pieces I did, and. I'm actually getting so much work. Now, wait a minute. Your uh, your phone is getting kind of uh, choppy. Can you hear me now? Yes, that's Can better. Can you hear me now? Okay. Yes. So I worked with little, I was referred to little Kim, and I worked with her, and I did her How Many Licks video. 
as well as other videos she was in and word got around and I just was referred and referred and referred as word of mouth. I think it's a lot different now because oh. we have some media, but I, I was referred by word of mouth. Now, how this did guy you from Cleveland meet Cleveland How did I meet who? Lyris. I met Lyris on a shoot many years ago. We're not going to say how many, but many <laughs> years ago, <laughs> we're not going to say how many, but I met many years ago and she loves my work and we've been, we've been separate for since. Now, how did you two join forces to create the Model Diversity Project, and how did that come about? Well, we're going to get a fun model herself. She's she's working on the job. Sometimes she doesn't know that because of her body shape. I mean, it is a perfect shape. I mean, a perfect shape. Wait, you're breaking up. She is a perfect shape. Body and believe it, she comes up So we were having lunch one day, and I also, as a makeup artist, I'm going to speak about this. Being a black makeup artist, regardless of how many celebrities I've done, I don't get the opportunity to work all the high end jobs for campaigns and stuff like that. Not because of my skill set, but because of my race. So we were at lunch one day discussing it, and we decided, hey, why don't we just do this, give it a shot ourselves, and try to show that we can do all these things. If she could do a beauty ad, I could do a beauty ad for if need be. Like sometimes when you're not given the opportunity, you have to show people that you can do it, and that will give bring opportunity. So this project is about not only diversity front of the camera, but behind the camera. But behind too. the camera, absolutely. People don't know that. If you look on Mike.com, I spoke about that. And in, in part of the interview, but yes, it's it's a really big thing. Like lots of the positions at the top are not with black people behind the camera; it's white, or there's one or two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, tell us about the team that helped put this together. Did you keep diversity in mind when you were forming the team to help put this together? Model wise, not behind the scenes wise. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> So model-wise, we have now, Ellie Mayday. She's, yes, go ahead. Now, you say you did not think about diversity when putting your team together? I mean, the photographer is white, but, I mean, there's no direction anybody can take pictures. <laughs> okay, well, tell us about all who you did use. Well, for the models we use, Ellie Mayday, she's a cancer survivor, and I just think her story touched our hearts, and we knew that she could – do the jobs. We also use Monique Robinson. She's a beautiful mm-hmm. dark-skinned woman. She's 6'2 and curvaceous and just a great model, beautiful face. We use Naima Terry. Naima Terry customarily is a fit model and a catalog model. And I wanted to take her out of her comfort zone and give her an editorial shot. She has a beautiful face. People always say she looks like Rachel, but I can see that, but no, she doesn't. We also use Dinka. Oberbrick. Oh, oh, I want to make sure I'm pronouncing her right. Oberbrick. And she does editorial, but I wanted to challenge her as well. We also use Lyris, of course, and I also made sure that Lyris did short hair, something that she doesn't customarily do. I made sure that Lyris was out of her comfort zone and I gave her short hair. 
Because, I mean, Lyric does do catalog. Lyric does do editorial. Lyric does runway. So I needed to shake her up a bit and give her, get her out of her comfort zone. So I made sure she has short hair. Now, and as far as styling, we use. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. We use, for styling, we use Steffi, Stephanie. Stephanie, I'm sorry, her name escapes me. Um, she's been working in the plus size industry for a while. And for hair, we use Yancey Edwards. He's phenomenal. He's, a, he's very creative. Sometimes you have to hone him in. And the photographer was Ken Robinson. So that was diverse. You got different races behind the scenes. Yes, and sex, sexist. I mean, we had a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how did you and Lyris decide which website to launch this project on? Well, we wanted to tell the sto- tell a story, and we wanted somebody who was going to tell the story fairly and objectively. And so Lyris had worked with Mike.com before, so she ran it past me, and I said, well, sure, why not? I didn't know that it was going to turn into what it turned into. I'm going to be honest. When we initially began this project, I did not know that it was going to turn into this success and that Mike.com was going to do a full interview on us and run the story the way they did. I'm elated that they did, and lyricists too, but I had no idea. And that's a, a big platform that they have. That's a popular mainstream website. Absolutely. So that was fabulous for the project's mm-hmm. launch. Mm-hmm. So you use all agency sign models um, on the project, correct? Correct. Now, I went and I went snooping on Mike's social media pages to see what the general public had to say. And I saw a few nasty comments, which they always do with anything plus size, where they say the girls um, are fat, unhealthy, and gross. And usually that's normal with anything plus size on a mainstream website. Now, on the flip side, in the body positive community, they would probably say, well, you didn't use big enough models. There's not really a lot of size diversity because they were all agent-represented models. Do you think sometimes in the body positive community and the plus community, sometimes they could be their own worst enemy by criticizing things that are breaking ground? Absolutely, and we did do use model um, size diversity. We have models from five eight to six two. Everybody had a different shape. Nobody had a, the same shape. No two people had the same body shape. We purposely selected each model for that reason. Monique mm-hmm. is the tallest. She's six two. She's curvy and she's six two. I mean, she's long legs, long torso. And she, then we had Dinka. She's Six one, and she's box. Then we had Naima. She's round. She's a size sixteen, and she's like five ten, nine five ten. Then we had Ellie, who's five eight. She's pear shaped. We have Lyris, who's a size sixteen, fourteen, sixteen. And she's hourglass. There was definitely size diversity amongst our shoot within our shoot. And. The reason I mentioned that, because I, cause sometimes in the body positive community, they'll be like, I don't see rolls showing. I don't see cellulite. It doesn't look like me. But they like all me. had it. And- they all had it. <laughs> Monique had it. They, they all had it. I'm, I'm a man. I'm going to tell you the truth. Every model had something. 
Now right. that's so part they of being did an represent. agency sign model. The part the, the art of being an agency sign model is you know how to hide it. You know your angle. Mm. That's where an agency model comes into play. Got it. Mm-hmm. Now tell me about the makeup looks you created for the models because that beauty shot was fabulous. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I worked very hard on that. When I conceptualized it, I ran it past Lears, and I was like, Lears, I want to do this, where the heads are stacked on top of each other. And I think that all the models can do it. I know it's not going to be comfortable, but modeling isn't comfortable. So as far as the makeup is concerned, I wanted to do something that's editorial but pretty. Because lots of times, especially women of color, they don't get the pretty makeup. They get bad makeup. So I wanted everybody to be mm-hmm. pretty but in an editorial way where it wasn't too much but just enough to 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 – Present them to, to to convey the message that mm-hmm. they too can do a fuller face can do a beauty campaign too, and I did a dark lip because I felt like that was bold and it was strong and it would be timeless. Yes, because if you look at the other images, their makeup is pretty much the same. All I did for the beauty look was punch up their makeup a little more and add more a, a dark lip. Everybody has dark lip. Their eye, their eyes is the same in all the rest of the shots. I just punched up their makeup a little more and a little more makeup and and a dark lip. So was that the same color lipstick on every skin tone? Yes, it was. Oh, wow. Now, I might have to cheat it a little bit by adding a little bit something different to the white model because she was the brightest one or the lightest one, but it is the same Mm -hmm. lipstick, yes. Now I, I read saying that we oh sorry. I wanted to go on record by no, saying ahead. that we shot this December seventeenth. So any shots that you any shoots that you saw that came after that where the heads were stacked on top of each other, we shot ours first. We also had to go through <laughs> over fifteen hundred images to select the thirty five images that you see. So and we got them retouched and there's a movie that goes with it, so we had to do interviews it was a lot of work. I don't regret not one second of it or one dime spent on it, but I just want to let it be known that we did our shoot December 17th. We had not seen nobody else's shoots. We decided to do it. So I'm just going to go on work about nice. saying that. Nice. So you all kept this secret for a couple of months. Absolutely. Sometimes the best things are secrets. You got to move in silence sometimes. You have to move in silence. So I read in the article that this is the first of many projects for the Model Diversity Project. Now, can you give me a sneak peek or maybe some other things that are coming up, or are you still brainstorming? I'm going to give you a little bit. Lyris and I have had our preliminary meeting about the next project and what we want to do, and I think that you all are going to be pleasantly surprised. As far as us concerned, it's going to be even more diverse. That's all I'm yeah. going to give you now. Now, would, is everything going to be launched on that same website platform, or I will it be a different that. place? I can't say I can't say that we're going to use the same one. I, I certainly wouldn't be mad at it, but I will say that you know we're getting lots more offers from other people to to launch it and re to redo it. So we um. We want to exhaust those possibilities as well. 
Now, are you looking for other people to collaborate with on future projects? Because I know you said people are already reaching out to you. Do you want people to reach out to you? Yes, we do. So you're open to? I am open to people reaching out to us, but it has to be the right fit. Like I already said, next project, I won't do all the makeup models, all the models makeup, because it was a bit of a, I mean, can you imagine doing five models? <laughs> right. Yeah, and trying and be and being creative director and telling the hairdresser to do this and telling the stylist to do this and telling the photographer to get this look. It was it was a lot of multitasking. I managed to get through that day, but I think next time I'm going to hire some. I'm going to do some of the makeup, but I'm not going to do all of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's going to be that many people, and I don't know if we're going to do that many looks. That was a long day, a long day. I mean, we started at like 9 o'clock in the morning, and we finished at like 9, 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Oh, that was all day. Shoot. All day. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we are looking now, for, if, you, if somebody's interested, they can reach out to myself or Lyris, absolutely. Now, what draws you to working and creating projects specifically for plus-size models? Because you've done a lot of mainstream, big-time stuff. And sometimes people uh, that do mainstream, big-time stuff, they look down on the plus-size. You you can't do that because, you know, I'm a minority. I'm a black man in a white-dominated industry that's that called fashion. And I feel like the plus-size community is – Look down upon too, so I can relate to that, and so I want to help bring them up and rise with them. If I can help, I always say if I can help somebody, I try to. And I believe there's a lot of good models who are plus size; they're just full of face. And there's a lot of plus size models who aren't really plus size; they're just bigger than the standard size model, a two or a four. So what happens to them? Right. And I got to say, I first met you. In 2015, at Plus yes, Night Out, I, I was that. hosting. I remember and I that. think you you were the key makeup artist, and I that was. was the first time I met you. And I had no idea how accomplished you were and everything that came because you were so nice, so humble, oh, so down you. to earth. And well, I thank remember you. I loved my face that night. So I mean, I can honestly say to anybody who's listening, you are. Uh, uh, you know, excellent to work with. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I remember everybody saying how nice you looked that night too. Thank you. Yeah, yes. you, are, you have a beautiful face. I've already said that. I said she's so pretty. Thank you. Now, besides being a makeup artist, you are an image consultant. Now, tell me what I services am. you provide as an image consultant. As an image consultant, sometimes I go shopping with people and help them personalize their wardrobe, do their wardrobe, and see what they have that can work for them. Or, you know, sometimes most people, they get a skirt and a top, and they wear it the same way every time. I can come in and make it look different. Oh, okay. So you're almost like a wardrobe stylist, too? Absolutely, but not a wardrobe stylist. A wardrobe stylist pulls clothes. I don't pull clothes. I just work with what you have and show you a better way of making it look. Or give you, or yeah. help you shop for pieces that you can add to your wardrobe to help the existing pieces you have work. 
Like there's numerous times so you my do. mom said, I don't know the stylist, and the stylist would come and ask me, hey, what do you think about this? I don't know why they asked me, but they must feel that I know. So they always ask me, what do you think of this? And then I tell them, it depends on the level of experience. I might tell them the truth. I might say, oh, you're okay. You know, I don't want to step on my toes. And I'm not there that day to do styling. I'm there that day to do makeup. But I, they usually ask, and I, I give them my opinion and, you know, help lead them on the right path. I just have an innate sense of fashion. So you can do image consulting on men, women of all sizes. I, I have done. I have done. I've done it on professional athletes, that basketball and football models. I've done it all. Oh, you are very talented, huh? Thank you. Thank now, you. Yes, I, I, where's your Where's your website? Where all your portfolio? Well, I am relaunching my website as we speak. Um, I, as, that's one of the phone calls I have to have later on after I'm done with you. I have to meet with the web lady so we can relaunch my website. You know, I'm making changes, making changes. And this interview will probably be on there as well as the model diversity mm-hmm. sheet and the, the behind-the-scenes pictures. Yes, because, I mean, you have a great career from reality TV shows, celebrities, to launching body-positive stuff. So you need a home for that on the web for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, are you available for general bookings as a makeup artist and an image consultant, or do you have to go to an agency to book you? I don't work with celebrities. I work with regular people all the time. So I work with. I don't like to call them regular people. I like to work with everyday people (laughs) because nobody's regular. if somebody's listening, how do you go about booking you? You can reach me at my email at C Michael Image. C Christopher, the word Michael, M I C H A E L, Image, I M A G E, at gmail.com. And I will get back to you. I always respond to emails. That's what I do first thing in the morning. <laughs> Every morning, I say my prayers and I look at the news and then I answer emails and I go on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so you, as I said at the beginning, have worked with Beyonce and Naomi Campbell. A lot so, of if I sent you my resume, you would be really floored. Like I told people, my career existed social media. Right. So my my resume is long and lengthy. I mean, those are just a few names. I can give you more, many more. Name drop. Go for it. Name drop. I said Naomi Campbell. I mean, I work with Angela Simmons, Vanessa Simmons. I work with Heath, Heath Ledger, Jaiman Hansu. I work with, um, oh, my God, what's his name? Um, Diane Carroll. I have to work with her again oh. this month, the end of April. Um, I work with, um, hmm. It's so I saw many. on oh YouTube God. you did something with Essence Magazine, too. You've been in a lot of ma- mainstream magazines. I have, I have, I have. And see, that's another thing that I think I'm going to try. I'm going to try to have a meeting with Essence to see if I can get this model diversity shoot on a bigger platform and see if I can do something with them. And, you know, now that they're under new management, new ownership, maybe the mm-hmm. change will be welcomed. Mm-hmm. So what is the ultimate goal for your brand? Is it eventually to have your own cosmetics line, or are you envisioning way more than that for your brand? 
I am envisioning way more for that, way more than that for my brand. I will tell you that this fall, probably in not probably in September, I will be having a makeup class that you're going to have to um, not one of those big makeup classes. My makeup class is going to be targeted for the everyday woman, and I'm not just mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. So somebody else steal my idea, and you'll be able to <laughs> take a class for me in September and. That's where I'm going to start, and then I'm going to come up with products. And then there's other things on the horizon I can't talk about because I've had meetings. And so what I'm going to say for now, but I do imagine my brand being on a much bigger platform. Right, because you're much more than just a makeup artist. Absolutely, and I have a lot of personality. I know the folks on your your show might can't tell, but I do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> As you know. So what else is um on your schedule that you can talk about? Anything that we need to know, anything that I didn't cover? Um, I work a lot. I mean I'm working with some some bridal clients. I'm working with I always work with celebrities and the celebrities are doing television shows. You might see me on there. Um I also I always do model shoots, so if you follow my Instagram, you'll see more of what I do. I'm trying to get better at posting my personal life. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to start posting when I cook because I can cook, which most people don't know. But I'm gonna, I can cook, and I'm going to start showing that I can cook. Because people say, we know you. We, we know you do makeup, but we don't know you as a person. I said, okay, well, I'm going to work on that. Right, because now with this social media, you got to tell all your business and everything. Unfortunately, unfortunately. <laughs> so, wait, tell us your official Instagram, and I know you're on Twitter and Facebook. Tell us all the, okay. the handles. My handles for Instagram is the real C Michael. The real C as in Christopher, Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, is Instagram. Facebook is Christopher Michael, and Instagram is the real C Michael one in in Snapchat. I'm on there sometime. I go on there more. Is the real C Michael as well? Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. You are fabulous. Thank you for having me. And I'm excited about what you and Lyris are cooking up with the Model Diversity Project. I'm all about diversity. So anything promoting that is excellent. Thank you, and thank you for having me and allowing me the platform to discuss Lyris and my project. I appreciate it. We appreciate it as a couple, and I appreciate you having me because it's it's a much-needed conversation, and that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to initiate conversations because conversations lead to change. Change leads to jobs. Jobs lead to checks. You're right, and we all need checks. Yes. Well, thank you again, and, you know, whenever you launch whatever, just let me know. You know you have my support. Well, thank you very much, Shanice. Thank you. All right. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Bye-bye. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. And thank you to our fabulous guest this evening, Michael, Christopher Michael, and make sure you check out his and Lyris' project, the diversity, the model diversity project is on the mic.com website. 
and you can see links to everything on their social media pages. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You've been listening to The Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.